0: Have- <laughs> sweet charity put on entirely by chairs yeah
1: but and the have dress, ha- dress j- chairs chairs the, d- the chairs
2: have like wigs and like oh absolutely on. yeah, yeah okay. wigs
0: boots a little thing yeah oh yeah no, okay
2: yeah. and or there's wigs. just one uh Stagehand moving them. There's
0: yeah. one stagehand with strings attached to all over his body, and he just moves so the chairs can dance. But, all the
1: no. all the all the dancers. That's a lot of them. Yeah,
0: I mean he's a very talented stagehand.
1: <laughs> I think we would need like two guys. I, I don't know how to tell you. I feel
0: like the one can do it.
1: No, two.
0: There's like ten. Uh, there's like ten women in the
1: big spender number.
0: Head, left forearm, <laughs> left bicep. So he's. <laughs> Oh, easy! Attach them all to fingers. Okay, so these are miniature chairs. No, no,
1: we have full size chairs on old man's fingers, and he's
0: yeah, like a marionette.
1: He's got like the most. He's got the tiniest frame possible, but his fingers massive. are massive,
0: huge.
2: What are you doing at the gym? Just working out.
0: Just finger curl-ups like. I think we
1: could start the introduction now.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Silas Propaganda. I'm Saffron. I'm Nico. And I'm Alex. And today is the final day of our Christmas movie tournament. Beer, 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 beer. Dab. Well, is it the final day or is this just the day? Are we doing this again? Like, Battle Royale style between monkeys once upon a Christmas, other girls still Christmas, white Christmas. No, we're
2: not watching these movies again.
0: No, I mean, like... I think we can just deduce that today. Today. As well. Today. We're
1: going to go through these movies. This is the
0: last episode. Yeah. Ever. (laughs) We're never making another episode again. We started a
1: podcast just for this. And we'll start another podcast for the other movies we want to watch. Yeah, exactly.
2: You'll just have to keep finding us. What
1: are
0: some other names we floated around?
1: Um for what? For this podcast. It's a good
2: day to cabbage die hard.
1: Uh n- no. No, oh, no, 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 no. Tales from the Laundry Bazaar. Oh, yes. Um Dick Sack PI.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Or Richard Sack PI. Richard
0: Sack PI. But those are a um,
1: spin-off podcast. Yeah.
0: Tune in for those to hear anything else we have to say cuz Silas Propaganda is done. That's it. Merry Christmas.
1: We were too stupid to make it, to watch any other movies. So, what were the movies we watched this
0: week ish
1: it well i mean we had christmas we didn't do this during christmas
0: true 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 we kind of we cheated we watched them a little early we don't we, watch
1: movies on christmas don't watch movies on christmas also merry christmas to everybody
0: merry christmas happy holidays
1: happy boxing day
0: happy hanukkah joyous kwanzaa happy yeah this week we watched beauty and the beast enchanted christmas happiest season jingle all the way home alone and love actually
1: yes we did watch all of those
0: we did it was a long night it was... <laughs>
1: <laughs> we started at eight o'clock and we and just, we just kept going and yeah, went on till morning much like uh peter pan
0: yeah yeah the, star. the right and straight until morning yeah
1: i thought the quote
2: was first star on the right not gonna lie the
1: thank god i didn't to the
0: right it's thank
2: <laughs> Could you imagine getting lost on your way to Neverland? Where would you end up? Um Neverland Ranch.
0: Where the, ooh. That's not a fun joke.
2: It's thematic.
0: I was gonna say like Wonderland or something. Yeah, like. But no, Neverland Ranch. That's where you end up.
2: That's, <laughs> that's the first star on the right. Oh
0: boy, no, it's not.
2: What about the third star?
0: Atlantis. Okay.
2: Okay. So,
0: so it, like, it just, it's just <laughs> and then woo. Yeah. Yeah, there's like
1: an elevator. Okay. So you land and then you just take the elevator that.
0: Like you know Moana when they go to that like tower and they have to like jump in to get to like the the realm of monsters. Right. It's that, but instead of a realm of monsters, you get Aqualad.
1: Not Aquaman, he's he's out.
0: He's busy. Okay. He's got things to do.
1: He's with the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, but Aqualad, he's got time
0: he's hanging out i mean what's he doing he's like six such a lad
2: <laughs> interesting that they chose amber Heard to play aqua what <laughs> no 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 i've never seen aquaman
0: i, uh, I also have not seen aquaman so i, I believed you also so what do you seen think it's
2: aquaman? about um like like a really quick like summary of what the new aquaman movie with jason momoa is about if
1: Sexy. i had to base it off of yeah if i had to base it off of the trailer it's there's a hot guy and a redhead and then um, someone who lives underwater is mad at him because mm-hmm. there is that third guy, mm-hmm. and I don't know who that is because I didn't pay a lot of attention to anyone who wasn't Jason Momoa. That's fair. Um. Yeah. And there's conflict, and there's a trident, and he's hot. The end.
2: He saves the he saves the day with his hotness.
1: We don't know that the trailer does not specify that the day save. Well, I
2: wasn't acting the trailer; It was like a beat by beat. <laughs> But you, I asked
1: you and you said yes. <laughs> I, asked, Wait, I asked you if I'm going off the trailer and you said yes. When did you say that? Like 30 seconds Rewind ago. Rewind the
2: tape. I know. I didn't even hear that. Play it back. I thought you meant going off the trailer just like what you've seen from the trailer to create your own story. Not just reenact the trailer.
1: But uh,
0: He wasn't reenacting the trailer.
1: <laughs> I'm just telling you what I think happens. Okay. And because the trailer only tells you that there's hot people. And... Amber Heard and Amber Heard. Oof. Yeah, that's right. You're ugly. Listen to this podcast. Ugly I dare you. on the
0: inside makes you ugly on the outside.
1: I don't care what they say. I could take you. Anyway, I
0: don't know if you could. Do you she hear a knock like at the door? Crazy. I
1: know. I know. She's. She sounds fucking nuts. Yeah. dude. She plays dirty. Lucky for oh, her, on, I haven't showered in. in a week.
2: I'm Amber Heard. <laughs> Why does she sound like that? I don't know what she sounds like. I've Why
1: never does heard she her voice. sound like Tobias as the English maid.
0: What is it, Featherbottom? Yes. Oh dear, I forgot. The, you were I only in the have colonies. like five voices. Pardon me, it's Amber Heard. Just stopped by it's... to say hello. She British? No, that's what you were doing. Oh, I
2: know. I don't know what she. I've never heard her. So I've never heard her voice.
0: Oh
1: my god. Uh, Alright, starting off, we have Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted <laughs> Christmas. Speaking of English people. They're French. Um, Mrs. Potts is not French. So what is the uh, plot to Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted <laughs> Christmas, Saffron? A quick summary,
2: if you will.
0: A quick summary. Mm-hmm. Astonished to find the Beast, Robbie Benson, has a deep-seated hatred for the Christmas season. Belle, Paige O'Hara... Endeavors to change his mind on the matter.
1: And this is the original cast, correct? It
0: is. Everybody's the same except for Chip, who's now voiced by Haley Joel Osment.
2: And he sees his dead brothers. What? Yeah. Don- isn't there like, a- oh, he doesn't have a whole bunch of brothers who just like are inactive in the movie?
0: In this movie?
2: Not in this movie. I was just making a Haley Joel Osment joke.
0: Oh, I see. Because of the sixth sense.
1: Ah, yes. Wow. I've only seen the first five. So uh, that joke stupid. is That's lost so on me. Beow, beow, beow.
0: Oh okay. Okay. So.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So it's it's her first Christmas in the castle as a as a prisoner.
1: Right. The first scene takes place like after the spell's broken. Yes. Yeah, so and it's, they're reminiscing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like the next Christmas. Um And Chip's like, tell me a story.
2: Upgraded Chip.
0: Upgraded. Hey, the Jawsman Chip is right. like, tell me a story. And the mirror and Cogsworth are like, we're going to tell you the story about how I saved Christmas. No, I saved Christmas. And Chip's just like, you guys suck. Mom, you tell the story. And then she does, and it's the story of the enchanted Christmas.
1: Now listen, Chip. As, <laughs> as she says, ow. <laughs> You With know, their Cockney accent. Yeah, and whatnot. Uh, you get the idea, folks. She's excited that Christmas is happening, and then everyone is all like, "No." Beastie hates Christmas. Yeah, a big Beast Beastie boy. hates yeah. Christmas. Beast Boy hates Christmas because the witch came on Christmas Eve,
0: uh, which we did not learn in the first movie. I'm just gonna throw that I out know, there.
1: They <laughs> very
2: cleverly like adjoined it
1: to mm-hmm. this yeah. one.
2: Like it was like, oh, it's because of Christmas and this is why he's the way he is, and we get to see a flashback scene of him being a pouty little bitch.
0: Oh yeah, dead Tim Curry. Tim. Okay, so oh yeah, Tim Curry is the bad guy in this movie, and um i love this movie i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you guys that right now it's my favorite straight to vhs disney sequel in existence it
2: animation is beautiful
0: stunning. <laughs> they just, they stop animating people at some point points, and it's just great um i think it's better than little mermaid return to the sea which close second though um tim curry is the villain and he just looks like a corpse in his human form, like he is pale and gaunt, and he, like I could smell him through the TV, decomposing. Like that's yeah, what he, he looks is like. He's
2: a court composer, so he's decomposing.
1: Ah, uh, yes. As this paragraph from the notes say, they are observed from the West Wing by Forte, a pipe organ who was formerly the prince's court court composer, and does not want the spell to break, meaning he never wanted to be human again, as he is of more use in his enchanted form. Plot twist: He was never human. <laughs>
2: yeah. He probably yeah. he probably started off as a an organ and then
1: he went from organ to human to organ yeah. again. Uh, that would be more likely than the fact. Okay, because he
2: literally looked like that
1: <laughs> He was terrifying. Um, okay, uh, I have some grievances that I would like to air, air. post festivus about uh, Beauty and the Beast: the Enchanted Christmas. Air those grievances, uh, and that would be the fact that uh, from what I gathered from this film the way they were describing it uh forte the gigantic organ who's bolted to the wall bolted to the wall was inside this castle during the entire first beauty and the beast movie yes and uh i guess he was just silent the entire time
0: well he was dead what do you mean? Yeah, no. after the
2: Christmas scene. <laughs> after, after the scene that takes place Christmas. in the movie.
0: He yeah.
1: dies. Yeah. But they kill him. But there's a period because it's implied that he was there on the Christmas Eve that Beast was transformed. Uh-huh. Which means he was there. He was a
0: pipe <laughs> organ for just, the first half of, you know, of Beauty and the Beast. Okay, no. So
2: what there. happened is...
0: No! No! So he could have been on his way to
1: the kitchen and he just transformed it giant organ
0: that's what you're telling me yes that's exactly what i'm telling you he got up for midnight pee and never came back
1: <laughs> He's like, i guess i'll go feast on the souls of the dead what the because <laughs> he had to be bolted into the wall which means when he transformed into the organ he immediately toppled over her <laughs>
0: It must have been a really bad Christmas Eve all around. <laughs> oh, it would have been terrible. That's probably why he doesn't want to be human again, either.
1: I want Disney to release a short that is The Night They All Transformed.
0: I, okay, see, I want Disney to release a short that is Beauty and the Beast told from Forte's perspective.
2: So the first half of the movie is about him. Then we go into Bells Enchanted Christmas and the last half of the movie is just black.
1: He's <laughs> just sitting there
2: the first half i I, I, th- I have to think that because the beast went to him for counseling right and therapy which is not great
1: i don't think you would go to your you should go to your ghost faced court composer
2: for like the beast didn't know any better okay i guess so um but i think it was like oh i have these two people here at my house what should i do with them he was like well keep one as a hostage and send the other one out and that's how we got bell being in the castle
0: yeah what you don't see in the initial beauty and the beast so Belle goes up to maurice you know in his cell mm-hmm. she's like papa oh my god and the beast is like who are you what are you doing here and she's like take me instead and beast goes one second and then he okay. walk- <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he goes That's to the exactly west wing happened. where forte is placed and he's like hey listen this is the situation you know Belle and maurice are just kind of hang in there hey forte um i got these two people what do i do
1: and Forte was like keep the babe. Yeah. Absolutely. And, which is funny because she would end up being his downfall.
0: See, I think Forte's full she- Shakespearean. Yeah. I think Forte's thought process was, here's this bodacious babe. Mhm. She is never going to fall in love with the beast. He'll feel like shit about himself because there's this gorgeous woman who absolutely despises him. He'll come to me more often and he'll want to listen to my music. Right. And so that that's why Forte told the Beast to keep Belle in the castle, as as
1: opposed to Maurice,
0: who would fall in love with the Beast. Oh, one hundred percent.
2: Do you think Forte was the type of person who'd go into the village with like handings, like uh, little his little composures, and like go like, here you go, try this out, it's great.
1: I think it's pretty apparent that Forte never went outside (laughs) a a day in his life, and never would. He was probably born in that castle,
0: and he died from the previous
1: ruler. And, and just
0: stayed there.
2: Did, so, when they all turned back into human, did his body turn back into human? And he was just, like, this weird, like, decaying ma- mess? Like? That's
0: an excellent question. Well, if you die as an object, do you just stay the object?
1: No, because... Oh, I guess if it's your soul leaving the object... Yeah. Then, yeah.
0: So, would his corpse forever be a toppled-over pipe organ?
1: Well you imagine everyone's back to normal and they're like, let's go get Forte. <laughs> uh, 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 uh.
0: I like to imagine that's like the cleaner version than, you know, a decomposing, he looked exactly the same as he did, when he no, like, but he was these So after
2: Beauty and the Beast, like five months passed and they're just like, what is that smell? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god, it's
2: Forte's
1: running horse. <laughs> we forgot. Mrs. <laughs> is all like, I fucking knew I forgot something.
2: And then
0: what
1: Fife
2: doesn't even remember. Yeah.
0: Five's like, who who? Who's Forte?
2: I think Fife was the real villain. He was plot maybe he was like having his own plots.
0: No, Fife five is adorable. Five Voiced by Paul st- Rubens.
2: Yeah, but now he's court composer at the end of it.
0: Oh I, so it's all a coup. Yeah. He oh. he did all of this with the intention of eventually killing He's playing Polite. willfully
2: he's willfully playing stupid like Jar Jar Binks. He played dumb from the start. Do you
0: think Fife's name was Fife? Yeah. Yeah. Fife. Like like his human name, do you think it was Fife?
2: Fiforic. Rick. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Frederick.
1: Fife for short. Or Frefrick, or vibe for short.
0: Because, like, Fife doesn't even sound like a name. Okay. But, like.
2: There's Chip, Cogsworth, Chip Lumiere. Chip sounds like a
0: name. Cogsworth, I guess, could be a last name. A Lumiere? Lumiere is obviously a last name. Is it? There's did... no way that's a first name. Who is
2: Bernadette Peters? Beast.
0: Bernadette Peters was Angelique. The, uh, the castle angel. decorator. So she got a real name, Angelique. Yeah, well, because she was an angel. She was an angel ornament.
2: Was she an angel oh. before? She turned into an angel ornament.
0: Yeah. So Angelique's backstory is that she actually came down from heaven and was like, "I'm to gonna try and save, fight the witch." Yeah, I'm gonna save this little boy when the when the enchantress comes because she knew she's she's an angel. She's omniscient. Um, and so she came down and she was like, "Hey." I'm going to protect this little boy. And then at Christmas, when the Enchantress came, she was sick because she ate bad figgy pudding.
2: Uh, Don't bring us some figgy pudding. So she went up to the
1: bathroom in the tower Uh to like go relieve herself because she didn't want anyone to know that, you know, she does like human business. Exactly.
0: Well, when
2: you're on Earth, you have to do human
0: business. Right.
1: And then she was transformed into an angel ornament. Yeah. And she just stayed up there again through the whole plot of Beauty and the
0: Beast. Oh, I'm sorry. When did they go into the attic in Beauty and the Beast? I don't know what room was Forte in. The West Wing. Where? He was in the room next door to the rose.
2: You know.
1: God.
0: Uh,
2: Obviously, didn't you watch? Don't you remember in Beauty and the Beast when they go to the West Rain that one time, and then you just see the door wide open, and then there's Forte just like chilling yeah, there. You can see
0: them. him in the background. <laughs> he like waves. <laughs>
2: just to... remember me. Hello, woman.
0: <laughs> Great,
1: fantastic. I love this plot. I love the fact that <laughs> man. Okay, so he was never able to really move on his own, right? Because Forte, a, yeah. Cause I thought I thought the bolt was to keep him from, against the wall, but maybe the Fife imprisoned him. Oh, it's part of the coup. Yeah. It's like, no, you should stay here. Of course, the animators would have had a wonderful time if- <laughs>
0: Animating a movie pipe. <laughs> Wait, beast! <laughs>
1: Wait for me. <laughs> Let me play you some beautiful music. Just like as he goes to goosh goosh going down the stairs, boop,
2: boop, boop. Do you think he was running late for the BR guest number? <laughs> he's like trying to he's like wait, and wait. then everyone's all done, and they're coming. He's like, huh, oh, here I go again.
0: Human again. Morty <gasps> like up there, like me too, guys. He's hearing it all happening. He's like,
2: no, I'm not a dish, but I can be fun. <laughs> I let me play my pipes.
0: <laughs> I can be a company man. Oh my god. <laughs> See, okay, what an insult to Forte then when Lumiere in the first movie he's like, what is dinner without a little music? And then he just flips off Forte because he can't get downstairs to the dining room. <laughs> Seriously
2: girls. though, I think Lumiere and Fife probably plan together. <laughs>
0: during,
1: during the the number of Be Our Guest, Lumiere actually went to Forte and like opened the door and was just like
0: Fuck, fuck you. you.
2: B, hold that stuff <laughs> up. B- <laughs> B- <laughs> B- <laughs> uh, Yes!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think anyone liked Forte. Like, they just tolerated him. I think they... Yeah, it seems like they completely forgot about him.
0: I don't even think Beast liked Forte. Uh, yeah, but it,
1: Beast, like, tolerated him. And then, much like the Depression Kitty, uh-huh. it came to, like... It came to his needs when he was really upset about Christmas
2: slash... Bell not sleeping with him. I don't really know.
0: (laughs) I don't get the. Because the curse
2: would break if he fucked Bell,
0: right? That's
1: the plot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I thought so.
2: Mm -hmm. Your one true love's fuck,
1: right? Even Forte was like, "My music's no good for anything but wanting to kill yourself." So literally, his music was so dark. I'll make sure the Beast wants to kill himself at all times. Do you
2: think maybe he composed like a "The Beast Is Horny" song? So anyway, Forte dies.
0: I mean, I feel like we've covered the entire plot of this movie. I like it's... Oh
2: no, we missed one character.
0: Who? The, the axe. The, the Jewish
1: axe. axe. My people, the accent didn't need to be Jewish at all. At all. Didn't need to be there, really, except for chopping down the tree.
2: He was the comic relief. I really. He was the comic relief of this whole movie. He was not Paul Rubens fife. No, not Paul Rubin's fife. He was forming a coup. He's the villain. Yeah, Paul
1: Rubin's fife was, um. Oh, little me. Yeah. That's what he sounded like, right? Mm-hmm. I think they were trying to make him being like uh, Hades' henchman.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, like Pain and Panic?
1: Yeah. And then they were like, this isn't working out. What are we going to do? I know.
2: <laughs> after
1: after, like. Do you guys remember why they had to go to the furnace room to she get. She was the- looking
0: for a Yule log. Oh,
1: okay. That's mm-hmm. right. Because she wanted to create Christmas time. Yeah. And it's s- in the notes. No. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and know. then. Um, that's right. And then there was no Yule log, but there was a very cantankerous axe.
0: Well
2: and that scary boiler
0: and that terrifying boiler who they stopped animating like halfway through the scene so he was just this like shell of a giant
1: boiler a theme that will reoccur in another movie later a scary furnace yeah
0: scary furnace don't
2: think about it too hard you'll hurt yourself
1: um what's this movie about again
2: uh, the meaning of Christmas. Right. The meaning right. of Christmas is to take your Jewish axe friend and hit him against a tree so you can get your Yule off Right.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. And they do,
2: and that's all that he's there for, really. Yeah. And t- to complain, to crack
0: jokes, be a stereotype. A lot of complaining. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then
2: finally says, "And a happy Hanukkah" at the very end. That's
0: right. Yeah. That's right. He does. So, p- let's just forget he is Jewish. Right.
1: Eich, my back. That's all I remember. Him <laughs> yeah, saying. he does
0: say that. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. I've got this. Ugh. Ugh. happy Hanukkah! A lot of phlegm in his throat.
0: Lot, a lot, a lot of phlegm.
1: Lot, a Do lot. Do we lot see of... him animated as a person?
0: No,
2: no, no. We don't. <laughs> mm. No, wow. we don't. Weren't there ornaments that were also animated that and like they were got ripped.
1: Yeah, and mm. the animators just stopped at one point.
2: Oh no, yeah. but they were moving around, but they didn't have faces or anything. So, what is the exact curse?
0: I don't know because the boiler also had a face. So the boiler, he must be in like the same vein as Forte, where he just became this object that was stuck to the wall.
2: Right. Okay. Here's my thought. Maybe it was like you got tr- transformed and put into the essence of what you worked with the most. So it's okay. not like you just managed manifested into being an organ he just was like whoa and then flew all the way back into the organ that was in the
0: organ room the organ as shown in the flashback was in the room with them at like in the ballroom when the enchantress came right because forte was like i'm going to play you a song this is my christmas present and it to wasn't you. the
1: same organ that he turns into it's a lot smaller is it yeah it's oh. a baby
2: organ he's a
1: full he's a full wall pipe organ.
0: Oh. So do you
2: think they transformed into these things or yeah,
1: just based on what they were. So I guess the ornaments were like angelique's like assistance.
0: I guess. From the
1: village that but had why a, didn't a, they that, have that only bases. worked seasonally. <laughs> yeah, that were there at a really inopportune <laughs> moment, right? <laughs> They were like, "Oh, can't wait to go!"
2: It's like Christmas. It's it's Christmas Eve. Can't wait to go home to my family. Yeah, Uh, you sat at
1: the door. (laughs) Uh.
2: (laughs) Well, don't they say something about that in the first movie where it's like the? I just remember the scene of Mrs. Potts like looking at her other children. All hundred and seven of them. Yeah, and some of them are like just cups.
1: Maybe, like, maybe the ones that didn't have faces weren't part of the castle. They're just her Maybe eggs. she hosted one of those, like, orphan... No. No. <laughs> maybe she's just, like, she's one of those, like, den mothers that, like, temporarily adopts kids.
0: Angelique or Mrs.
1: Potts? Mrs. Potts. And she, like, had them on a field trip on Christmas Eve. Okay. To the castle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the best thing to do is maybe not just to, like, try and poke at every little thing.
1: Yeah, I, I think, honestly, I think a lot of the teacups were just cups. Because, mm. obviously, he had cookware before they got turned into it. Yeah,
0: yeah. what happened? Well, to maybe
1: that he furniture. didn't. So, oh, no, he did. He was rich. But I would like to think that. Um, so they had all the plates and stuff. And then they got turned into plates. And they were like, well, we won't need these plates anymore. And then when they turned back, they were like, we have nothing to
0: eat off of. <laughs> I have this frisbee. Yeah, right.
2: Were, did they eat
1: as ants? Can they eat? Can they digest? I don't think so. Maybe they learn to photosynthesize.
2: Maybe.
0: (laughs) I don't think, no, because we never see them eat. But there's food in the castle, well, for the beast.
2: Old food? Oh, for the beast, yeah. So, who would go into the market to get food? Or did they have, like, a Uber Eats? They
1: had a delivery guy. (laughs) They would have to, yeah, they would have to summon someone from the town. And I'd like to imagine it's like three kids in a trench coat like mm-hmm. Cogsworth Lumiere jumped on top of Cogsworth and they like put a coat on there'd be another one at the bottom Mrs. Oh, Potts that, no no she would break the ottoman
0: oh Sultan. the dog
1: Sultan yeah
0: yes and I like that on
1: him and then there'd be a cloak and like they'd answer the door and be like oh my this sister, is, just leave it right there
2: this is in Beauty and the Beast one and a half
1: yes <laughs> honestly it would probably it would tie up a lot of loose ends if they just put one more out
0: Literally, that's yeah. all we need. Just one more. Michael, an I'm listening.
1: An animated film, still with Emma
0: Watson. No, What's yeah. her name? that's okay.
1: Emma Watson's face. No, Emma Watson's
2: Barbie. Yes. No, no no, face no, no, no,
1: no. In the animated PD because she's been spending
2: now. all that time in the library, so right. her mind grew, and then that's how we we connect this world yeah. to the world universe of Megamind.
1: Right. She got that big brain. Moving on, we now have. The pleasure of discussing Happiest Season, the Hulu original film.
0: I thought it was cute. I had never, well, obviously I'd never seen it that came out this year. Duh. Mm. You know what's really cute? The
1: uh, quick synopsis, which uh, go on. is a holiday romantic comedy that captures the range of emotions tied to wanting your family's acceptance, being true to yourself, and trying not to ruin Christmas. Okay. So they're gay what we're trying to say here. Yeah,
2: That's they really so covered us. that up.
1: Yeah. They, uh, just like a lot of lesbians and Dan Levy.
0: It's a big gay film. Right. 10 out of 10.
1: Except for the ending.
0: Okay, look, I'm gonna. 6
1: out of 10 for the ending.
0: The girlfriend. So, what it is is Kristen Stewart and another lady who I don't know the name of. Me
2: neither. Her name's Harper in the movie.
0: Let me get the actress's
2: name. Just call her by character names.
0: But I don't remember Kristen Stewart's character name.
2: Abby and Holland. Abby Holland and Harper Caldwell.
0: So Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis are dating, and they're they live in a city, Philadelphia. Where do they live?
2: It didn't say
0: a city, and. Mackenzie Davis is not out to her family and so she just like straight up fucks over Kristen Stewart and is like, this is my friend and we're not in a romantic relationship at all and I'm going to hang out with my other friends and my ex-boyfriend and leave her alone at parties and events so she feels really uncomfortable.
1: Like more than Kristen Stewart normally would.
0: Yeah, which is is (laughs) a lot because Kristen Stewart looks constantly uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, except for when she's in her big lesbian jacket.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was the other thing, is that they were like, everyone was all like, oh, this is like her orphan friend, blah, blah, blah.
2: Yeah, her orphan friend.
1: Yeah, because her parents did die, but she was in like her late teens. She was 19 when her parents yeah. died, yeah. But they were constantly like, oh, this is just one of her casual straight friends, and it would pan to Kristen Stewart in like her open blazer.
0: And her lesbian. Oh, and hair. her like suspenders, yeah. and her like half shaved head and Doc Martens. like, yeah, this is this is a straight <laughs> woman, guys. Like this is
1: just my straight friend. I mean ignorance really is bliss. Yeah, it's I don't think that family film. would have
2: guessed at yeah. all. They couldn't they couldn't discern. I mean they were too focused on um, themselves. That's yeah.
1: literally the yeah. whole point. The dad was too focused on his political career. Victor Garber. The mom was too focused on everyone praising her/slash feeling sorry for her because she has to put Christmas on every year. Mm.
2: Well, she was trying to. This year, she was trying to um, do like the the Instagram for the, the, uh, the propaganda for the husband. Yeah.
1: Um, Allison Brie was too focused on her family. That yeah. sucked.
0: And being the best, yeah,
1: and being the best.
0: And the, and the youngest sister would just focused
1: on being herself. And that's what she, oh, she was my she favorite is character. character. She was the best character. Jane. Yeah. I think her name was. Yep. Let me double check. She, I will say that. So there's a point in the movie where sh- the daughter of the family is outed. And Kristen Stewart is outed as her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And normally in the movie, that's when it would be like, you found out. But the daughter is straight up like, I'm not a lesbian. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And double fucks over Kristen Stewart. She's like,
0: she's lying. I'm not a lesbian. That's a lie. And that was a shocker. That one got me. I was like, oh, that's.
1: this is usually where things start to get resolved, but we have more conflict. And the but, thing is,
0: Kristen Stewart was going to propose at the beginning of the movie oh, before yeah. right. all this went down. So, like, Kristen Stewart was very much in love with Mackenzie Davis's character. And
2: the whole opening sequence is just them showing them me like at a new year's party the year before mm. and then like it documents their year until Christmas together which is really cute
0: to just do that like to somebody who you're supposed to love and like want to spend the rest of your life with I'm like oh my god she was a horrible person not Mackenzie Davis but Mackenzie Davis's character I don't know anything about the actress that's when
1: because that's like three fourths into the movie yeah. that's when I wanted Kristen Stewart to leave her and go with Aubrey Plaza
0: oh I I wanted Christmas to leave her so, so fast.
2: Aubrey Plaza, who played... Uh, Mackenzie Davis's first, first
0: first female ex?
2: Yes. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and in like, high school, they had a thing where I guess someone saw them. What was the exact... They were
0: writing letters to each other. They were writing love letters. And somebody found Aubrey Plaza's letter to Mackenzie Davis. And Mackenzie Davis was just like, she's a lesbian. She's obsessed with me. I don't yeah. know. So she outed her because both of them were in the closet. And then denied their relationship.
1: Bitch. oh god a lot of uh, a lot of strong themes i think i liked it but i just don't like everything that happens yeah
0: it's i too i close to home i appreciated the fact that there was a gay christmas movie
1: yeah more please
0: more always more um i did not like the character of harper but not in the sense of like i don't like that this is how they're portraying a lesbian i i because it all felt very real i just didn't like the character of Harper as a person.
2: What did you guys think of after that sequence? And then her and Dan Levy, uh, walk out and, um, they have that conversation about the coming out stuff.
1: Sweet. Yeah. um, Required. Uh, kind of as a, you know, Um. if you're not out yet, or you're just newly out, that little bit would be really nice.
0: It was very, very refreshing. Yeah. Like it was, It was so genuine and so real. Right. Like, I I really connected with that monologue, for sure. I really
1: feel like he just wrote that one part.
0: Oh, absolutely. He was like, I'm going to write this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But it's good. It it spans across, like, however many years you have or have not been out. It's a good little thing. Yeah. You know, and it's a holiday. It's holiday schmutz.
0: Yeah. It was cute.
2: Yeah. I... Yeah, it was a cute holiday movie. And... I think from where the way that they advertised it, I thought it was going to be a little bit more wacky more comical.
1: Wacky rom romicom. I suggestion. thought Dan would be in it a lot more Yeah, based off the commercial.
2: But I like his whole story arc.
1: Yeah. He's just, he's just at home babysit pet sitting and fucking up and killing fish and replacing them. And then he shows up. That was the other thing. He really did just show up, which was nice. I like an unexplained uh, change, change to the plot that requires it to end.
0: D, he tracks her.
1: Yeah, he tracks her. I know, but that's like the joke, but like yeah. no one asked him to show up. He just does it.
0: Well, Kristen Stewart called him and she was like, I'm trying to get out of here kind of yeah. thing. And she's like all she's the mostly Ubers... just
1: breaking down though. It's she, not like well, a, come she's breaking down, she's like, I
0: want to get out of here. Right. All of the Ubers are super expensive. Like I don't know what to do, kinda of thing. So oh yeah, that's right. As yeah. like, you know, my best friend who was like, Okay, well, here I come.
1: Literally did not ask him, though. That's what I really like.
0: Is that he just shows up. <laughs> it's just like, I'm here to save my friend.
2: Uh, so the next movie we watched was uh, Jingle All the Way. A father vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, every store is sold out of them, and he must travel all over town and compete with everybody else in order to find one.
0: I'm going to tell you guys right now. This is my number one top Christmas movie. This is my favorite. I watch it every year. I love this movie so much.
2: Okay. Thank you for sharing. I that. just want you that's, to that's, know where I'm coming
0: from, <laughs> right?
2: So, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a father, a family man, uh, who is very busy with his uh, life and work, and is absentmindedly forgets to get his kids' present, where he was told like weeks ago to try and get that present.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he's too busy making phone calls and telling everyone they're his number one customer, selling mattresses. Ma- I think so.
2: Yeah. Yep. It's what his job is. He's yeah. a mattress
0: salesman. And he spends all of his time at the office. Mattressing. Mattressing.
2: Meanwhile, his uh his neighbor who was recently his divorced. Horny
0: little neighbor. Oh yeah.
2: Ted.
1: Ted. Ted. The disgusting Ted is trying to seduce his wife because he's seduced like every other wife, divorced. Or and he single. wants the big prize. Yeah.
2: He wants to go for the. Because apparently, his son and Schwarzenegger's son are friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're in the same karate class. I think the prize is more him
1: being able to bag the wife of an attractive man. Wow. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger's attractive. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah.
2: In this movie? Yeah, he's cute. He's got like a father. It's not like. I
0: might be coming from. A you place might be of coming, bias, <laughs> but um, I do
1: not find Arnold Schwarzenegger attractive. I think he's attractive in this movie. I think it's really funny that he's humongous compared yeah. to all the other fathers and men, but he still looks like he's smaller than he usually is.
2: Yeah, he looks good. It's not like they don't focus on his muscles or anything like yeah. that. Uh-huh. He's not. It's, it's not like Terminator. He just
1: the looks joke like a, is that. He's just a huge man. Yeah. He, but he's like a dad. He's like a regular dad. He's just a
0: regular mattress sales dad. And
1: I uh, I find that to be very hot. Just just being this huge dad. No? I'm and currently orgasming talking about <laughs> it.
2: And but yeah, to your point, it's Ted is probably like, oh, here's this hot dad guy yeah. and I'm gonna try and get-
1: Like all the other dads are probably losers and kinda ugly. Sure. Arnold Schwarzenegger's problem is that he's just too busy. Yeah. Like he can't he's has his mind split up in too many places to try and make everyone happy. And like so there's nothing extremely wrong with him and that's why Ted wants the wife so bad. It's the white whale. Cuz yeah, Ted's probably like just as mediocre looking and acting as the rest of the dads whose oh, he, wives he's bagged. Yeah. But Arnold, yeah. That's a hot man. That's the golden apple.
2: I see. Yeah, so then on Christmas Eve, he decides to go out and try and get the present.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right, he does, where he meets Sinbad. A postal
1: service worker. Myron. Yeah, Myron, who's,
0: that's the character's who's name.
1: he's also attractive, but I'm also going through, I guess, a postman
0: phase? Yeah, because we're, we're watching Cheers right now, and who are you trying to tune Cliff.
1: Cliff. Cliffy. Clifford. Uh, so you're Cliff. going postal? John, oh, I am... <laughs> this dick is going postal
2: <laughs> this... what he says every night before he goes yeah. to bed it's weird yeah he... we did get him that uh cliff uh body pillow though
1: <laughs> you just hear from my room going postal and then large, <laughs> loud vibrations and then just like up as i land <laughs> as i stick the landing right on it yeah um uh, cliff what a cutie with those big ears
2: so you're attracted <laughs> and... to like mailmen.
1: It's just you know what I am kind of attracted to
2: our mailman. So yeah. Okay.
1: I, I don't think I've ever seen our mailman. I saw him before the pandemic. He doesn't
2: want you to. Nico doesn't want you to. I
1: saw yeah. I made sure you did. I saw him before the pandemic started so he was maskless. Um yeah, no he's like a nice he's he's very in shape. I feel like Young all mailmen's calves shape.
0: are going to be looking nice.
1: Oh, they do. <laughs> And even male women, shout out.
0: Oh, ma- male people, excuse yeah. me. I meant mailman in like the general sense of the job title. Right, male days. male folks. Yeah. Male carriers, mail carriers, that's the word. I ma- just
2: think it's redundant that we call them mailmen. Why can't we call them men? <laughs> hmm. So close. One day.
0: Postal carriers.
1: So anyway, Sinbad is Myron as a postman I'd like to have sex with. Uh, It's also trying to get a Turbo Man on Christmas Eve. Oh,
0: my God. So the thing
1: is, is that there's a lot of people who are doing last-minute Christmas shopping. Yeah. Which is very uh, reflective of real life as someone who worked Christmas Eve and saw a lot of men show up to get last-minute gifts for their uh, family members, probably wives, uh, because I do work at a beauty store. Uh, So that was very realistic, and I enjoyed that aspect. Mm. Much like... Myron being a hot postman. Very
2: relevant. Who abandoned his whole route to go yeah, after this? Thing. He was
0: in uniform. It was so yeah. funny. Which means he must have been delivering like, mail. The first he bit, was also throwing mail. Yeah, the first yeah. bit of
2: conflict uh, uh he gets hit by Arnold Schwarzenegger and then he like like a like a villain being defeated in a video game drops a bunch of mail as he falls to the That's ground.
1: Right. <laughs> like Sonic losing his rings. Myron lost all of his important but, paraphernalia. Yeah.
2: Yes, but then then he threw out the mall or something, right? Like one of the, the Mall of America, which Saffron didn't know existed.
0: I thought that was just for the movie. I didn't realize oh, Mall no, of America was that's, a real thing. You're
2: like, how did they get a roller coaster in there? What did you ask? Yeah.
0: I know. I said it was cool that I want to go to a mall with a roller coaster. And then you guys were like, go to Minnesota or wherever. <laughs> yeah, I, we were right, right? It was Minnesota.
1: Yeah. yeah. Did you ask that? I thought you were asking what mall has a roller coaster in it. And I was like, this one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this very
1: real Literally mall,
2: the mall of America. But then like after failing another attempt of failing to get the thing, he meets uh an elf and Santa who are like, We got the hookup.
1: Oh yeah, and then they go to this weird underground warehouse
2: with a bunch of Santas and Elves. Yeah. And I I want that movie.
0: Oh yeah. Just the story of all of these underground Santas.
1: And they're selling counterfeit, counterfeit uh, action toys figures and toys. Um, which is also a real thing that happens. I've heard I don't think really. I- yeah. Counterfeit toys. Yeah. Well, there's pe- like like side of the road salesmen that sell things. They'll uh-huh. usually be like those kind of things. Like
0: Oh, like knockoffs?
1: Yeah, like it's not Barbie, it's like Borby. Something Poor like that. Me, like, it's a BS five. Yeah, G. I. Jack, something like that. Got and then it. it's like his eyes like wonky or something. The
2: Incredible Hunk. Yeah. And he's like a piss yellow color. <laughs> the Incredible Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they get busted by the police. Right. Which is fun. <laughs> after he gets into a fight with the Santas. Yes, but... Oh,
0: yeah. But
2: before Myron blows up the police force. No, that was after.
0: That was that's after that's that? That's at the yeah. radio station. Because then, then he oh. goes and he
2: goes to that diner and then Myron's there. And then Myron's like, oh, my kid, my dad never got me this thing. And then he has this vision of seeing his son hate his dad. His oh, son, Right.
0: we forgot to mention... Arnold Schwarzenegger is the father of Anakin Skywalker.
2: So, if you, if you wanted to know, that's that plot twist. Now you know. Now
0: you know.
2: Which I really think you wouldn't be so
1: concerned about getting an action figure when you're Anakin Skywalker. When you're Anakin
0: Skywalker. So I think
2: you'd have bigger problems. Yeah. The sand. Um, yeah, but they meet at the del- the diner and then on the radio, there's that thing that comes on.
0: Yeah, so a radio announcer is just like, hey... You know, name name all of Santa's reindeer. That's what it is. Anyone who can name all of Santa's reindeer... And Arnold gets it. ...calls it in, um, you'll get a Turbo Man doll. And um, obviously Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger fight ensues, um, because that's the whole comedy aspect of this movie is those two guys fighting each other for a toy. Yes. Um, And so they run to the radio station and Sinbad pretends like he's going to bomb the radio station. After
2: they get told that he only has a certificate for the Turbo Man, not even the actual Turbo Man.
0: Right. Right. But so he acts like he's going to bomb the radio station and then the police show up because the DJ called the police, obviously, because these people just broke into his radio station and Sinbad blows up the police
2: on accident. Yeah. He
0: thought
1: it was <laughs> fake, but it was real. I mean, this is a,
2: cause this movie came out what we uh, looked into
1: it. It was for like context. This came out around the time that the famous postman uh, attack occurred, which started the phrase going postal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very prominent jokes that, I mean, I guess it's funny. They also funny. made a Rodney King joke, didn't they? Yeah,
0: Sinbad did make a Rodney King joke. He did do that.
1: So after that, I mean, a few things happen, but the penultimate uh, plot is that Arnold Schwarzenegger has to dress up as Turbo Man. Yeah, in the parade,
2: in this like first-person scene where he's yeah. just like, you know, he gets all the the uniform and stuff on, and then the guy playing. Um,
1: the like the pink bear. Booster. Yeah. Booster. Oh, booster, that's right. It's
2: just like, what does he say? You better buckle up, buddy.
1: Right. And then he has to do the parade because he gets to get a turbo man if
2: he does it. No, he didn't know. He just went in there and then he found out.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. He you get he gets to
2: point that. to someone and they get a turbo man. Yeah. And right. so he's like, oh, my kid.
1: Yeah, like I'm going to find my kid. Obviously, he's going to be at this parade. It's the Minnesota holiday parade, Minnesota Christmas parade of the season. Uh, nearby the Mall of America, mm-hmm. or not, because Arnold Schwarzenegger drove all around the state of Minnesota to get yeah. Turbo Man. He ran out of gas. It was very vague. Um, <laughs> so he does that. And then as he's doing the parade, we see someone dressing up as the villain counter to Turbo Man in the fictional. Fictional world of Turbo Man.
2: Dr. Dementor.
0: Was it Dementor? Yes, Dr. Dementor. Dr. Dementor.
1: And he flies in to fight Turbo Man, and who's just Dr. Dementor? None other than Sinbad.
2: Oh, sorry, just Dementor. <laughs> Dementor. Like Harry Potter. Dementor?
0: Dementor. Dementor, like Harry Potter. Okay. Yes. Well, point is, once again, Sinbad and Schwarzenegger are fighting, but this time it's Turbo Man.
2: I did not see that and, coming.
0: And How the could evil you not? Power Rangers.
2: I, yeah, and the evil Power Rangers. That's
0: the whole movie is them fighting over this Turbo Man doll. How Who could did you not think see it the was final dressing battle up this
2: I don't know. I what was your first thought? It, it, there's this process was like, oh, he's... It, it was a surprise. That's all I can say. I didn't have a thought. You
1: did have one when we watched it. What was it? You thought
2: it was one of the Oh, Santas. I Oh, th- yeah, okay. I thought it was the Santa. <laughs> I forgot. Because <laughs> I thought it was the Santa people who busted his car up, too.
0: It was the Santa people who
1: busted his car The Santa people up. did bust his car up. Okay. Because he's essentially the reason they got caught.
0: Yeah. But if they all
2: got caught, then who busted... Oh, no, some of them got away.
0: Right. You ever you ever been raided before? You scatter. Some people get away, some people don't. It's luck of the draw. Have you? No. Oh. You've never been to a party where you got, like, rolled by the cops? No. Oh. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, like, basic teenage-like experience. I
2: didn't go to parties as a teenager.
0: I honestly didn't think... Well,
1: I was in college, but I was still underage. Uh-huh. Like, 17, 18. Um... But that's when I was going parties with people I barely knew. One specific one was I was at a summer intensive for theater, and there was a party on it, a whole floor of one of the dorms That's sick. that we were staying on, and the cops rolled it, and I had to go out the fire escape. Oh shit! Yeah, because it's like an old school like ladder how do you one? roll a dorm? What the fuck?
2: Can I do that for my birthday? can well, we have a party then we get raided so I can but we're escape.
1: all of age we're
0: all like late 20s
1: but we make it seem like we're not yeah we're
0: like we're really young my 19th birthday we'll put party an out. id
1: out you're 19th
0: yeah that at, uh, we had the cops called on us for my 19th birthday at the apartment yeah, yeah. oh yeah but i got rid of them yeah but
1: oh true They didn't actually come in, because I answered the door.
2: I don't know if I was there at that point, because I thought I came late to that.
1: You did, because I think you were doing Midsummer, weren't you? Or was it a different year? It was a
2: cast party for a show. Yeah.
1: Anyway, sometimes you get away, sometimes you don't. I got away so fucking good. I was really thin, so I ran really fast. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) Also, a guy tried to fight me that night, and a woman in a tutu protected me.
0: Tried to fight you?
1: Yeah, because I was young.
0: (gasps)
2: Jesus,
1: he was literally jealous that I was the youngest one at the intensive, or one of the youngest one at the intensive. Was, was he trying to like steal
2: your life essence?
1: Well, he last at the last year intensive, he was, was the, the youngest, youngest. Uh...
2: and he tried to fight with. He... he was so trashed,
1: <laughs> and he was like trying to was fight. Was it like me. a joking?
2: Like, yeah, I'm gonna fight you because no, you're no, young. no.
1: He started to get really mad because I wasn't responding. I was just like, "What's happening?" Because I was toasted. And I was like, what are you doing? And then he, like, grabbed me, like, shoved me against the wall. And then this woman
2: who was in our class in showed tutu. up. In a tutu. Love it. Yeah, like, showed up and, like, almost fucked him up.
0: Holy shit. Did you,
2: like, having like, an angel on the battlefield? Just, like,
0: yeah, whoosh, music frankly. playing?
2: Cool. Beautiful, glad you're safe. Beautiful. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you made it out of there. <laughs> it's great.
2: Yeah, as we're talking to him in his prison cell. <laughs>
0: yeah, right.
2: <laughs> click, click,
1: click, 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 click. Those are the bars. Um... <laughs> So Jingle All the Way.
0: Yeah, that's uh, where we
1: were. Here, the point is he gets the action figure. He gives it to his kid. Um, Ted tries to still bang the wife. And, and the, the wife is life. like, I never wanted this. Mm-hmm. You're disgusting. My husband's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, what is happening here? And they all lived happily ever after.
2: Um, apparently, there's a post credit scene. What? Yeah, look at the the, look at the, the second page of the notes. In a post credit scene that night, Howard finishes decorating the Christmas tree by putting a, the star on top. When Liz asks Howard what he got her, he realizes in horror that he forgot to get Liz a gift.
1: I've never seen this. Oh my god. How 90s. Right? How oh
0: 1996. Isn't
2: that cute? Oh
0: my god. I've never in my life seen that. And That's it sets so... up the
2: sequel for Jingle All the Way too, With
0: Larry the Cable Guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we didn't watch we we're, did not, not talking we're not, not going to watch gonna that do one that. we'll put it on our list for next year no we yeah. won't
0: yeah, I have we literally will. zero desire to watch Jingle All The Way to. okay you
2: get one veto and that's it
0: Jingle All The Way 2 is my veto
2: okay hold you to that
0: I'm calling it now here December 28 2020 we're not doing it okay
1: ah, that's fine really didn't have to pull my leg for that yeah. <laughs> good to know you wasted your veto exactly that's it now all of us know that you vetoed Jingle all the way too.
0: It sucks. It's not even like a funny bad. You know what doesn't suck?
1: Love actually. Ooh, Paul Blair, what's good? So the synopsis to Love Actually states that it follows the lives of eight very different couples in dealing with their love lives in various loosely interrelated tales, all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London, England
0: and france
1: in france no but yeah. they're in portugal
0: no 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 uh mr darcy what's his name colin, colin
1: first
0: <laughs> he goes to france and then so he goes to portugal
1: to write his book and then he goes mm-hmm. to portugal it also takes place in the midwest briefly
0: the midwest oh
1: yeah mm-hmm. the guy who comes to america and like oh, bags right. all the four hot minnesota girls i think it is again wisconsin maybe,
2: maybe it was arnold's daughter that they had after Jingle All the Daughters,
1: because they're all four sisters.
0: Yeah. Are they sisters? Yeah. I don't, I don't they were like... So, yeah, because they, they all were, had sex with each other. No, they didn't all have sex. They took and, turns.
1: They all had sex with him. They were all sharing a bed because they couldn't afford another mattress. Mm-hmm. Very sexy uh, porno. Anyway, so that vignette is
2: covered. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them. They've broken them down by names of people.
0: I had never seen Love Actually before this, so this is my first time watching oh, it. Right. So what did you, did you think? think? Um, I thought some of the stories were very cute. Mm-hmm. I think some of the stories didn't age well, mm-hmm. and I think what's his face, the guy who's like in love with Kira Knightley, is an ass. He's an absolute ass. Who the fuck? does that it's christmas eve i'm gonna go tell my best friend's wife that i love her and then we're gonna kiss both of them suck kira knightley and that guy
2: i think they ended though within a triad i think that's what happened. no
0: oh, the kiss
1: maybe i could have done without i think i think it was important that he tell her
0: he doesn't even talk to her he doesn't even know her yeah but it that
1: she thinks that he hates her yeah and, like, she was going to think forever that.
0: And then she goes over and looks at the wedding video and is like, oh, these are all of me. Wow, you actually don't hate me. I thought you hated me. And he's like, no, it's just a self-preservation thing. I can't talk to you because you're pretty. On and Christmas, you then, tell the truth. And then what? And then that that should be the end of it because she's married to your best friend. I, it still feels like a lot of loose ends. It's a
2: love movie. It's I think a it's love a, Christmas movie. Yeah.
0: It's uh, gross. It's it's
2: it's yeah. not realistic. It's, it's a movie. It's hard for me to side
1: with you as someone who now feels the need to be honest with the people in his life. So I love you saffron. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, that's not what I was referencing, but um anyway. How <laughs> oh, you do the cue card? Yeah no i
2: i i get it while
1: incredibly selfish yeah he should have done it yeah Yeah. no you need to do it otherwise it eats
2: away at you Mm -hmm. that's just Mm -hmm. how it goes i I think i think people romanticize that scene a bit more than they need to yeah that's what it is i think that's what rubs me the wrong way but it it's like if for that movie it's a cute scene i get it it's
1: a circle that needed to be completed and it was something that If I was Kieran Knightley, I would probably still feel like, even after watching the wedding tape, that I'm the reason they're not friends. Or as close But they are friends.
0: They're best friends. But
1: he also does avoid him as well cuz he was asking for the wedding tapes before
2: she showed up.
0: Yeah, but he didn't want to give them.
2: And it's just a story of vignettes. If this was a movie just about that, we'd probably get a lot more motivation and stuff like right. that. Right. It would still but be also, shitty. We're not who are we to judge these people on Christmas?
0: I'm saffron and I'm going <laughs> to fucking judge Dre and execution. So, mo- there's yeah, no, a occurring cur- thing. Oh,
1: as the okay. girlfriend, I I don't think I could be comfortable being married to him knowing that
0: I'd be just fine without having someone come and proclaim their love for me when I'm married to their best friend. Yeah. But how good
1: are you at coming to terms with the truth?
0: Like on a scale of one to 10, one to 15, two. Okay. Okay. So, there it is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so one of the other stories that plays throughout is a uh, Bill Nye playing this age rock Bill star. Bill Nye the science guy. Bill Nye. The yeah. science guy, Bill
0: Nye, science guy, Bill Nighy, the science guy.
2: Um, he plays the the age rock star who's doing like a Christmas version of one of his popular songs. Yes, right.
0: Yes, he did do
1: that. See, now their story would have been a lot cuter if Bill Nye stopped making fat jokes.
0: Oh, everybody in this yeah. movie is so fat phobic. Every
1: every story has a lot of problems. Oh my but god! But the biggest problem for like two are
0: fat jokes. Three. How many? The, well, what was
2: the other one? Because there's um, that one. Well, there was the- there was the Oh, the, large the sister. sister
0: mm-hmm. Colin Firth, when he goes and he, he's looking for the, the girl from France, um, he goes to the family house, and the sister's fat. And that's the joke, is that Colin Firth is like, I want to marry your daughter. And the dad's like, here's my fat lard of a daughter. Marry her. No one ever wants to marry her because she's fat. Like- <laughs>
1: Calls her Miss Dunkin' Donuts, uh-huh. which, would they even have a Dunkin' Donuts in Portugal in 2003?
0: Well, I don't know. America runs on Dunkin's, but I don't know if Portugal does.
2: No. Uh, they probably know of it through the culture. Mm. I mean, we know of Dunkin' Donuts before right. Dunkin' Donuts came here Portugal. and invaded our Portugal.
0: And, and Britain was still very much a part of the EU at this point. I know I'd made that joke before, but this time it's real. <laughs> so I'm sure that they've traveled... Okay. okay
1: but is there a duncan in britain yeah in 2001 one, one i don't
0: know if in 2003 but i do know that i've been to duncan's i don't know america i think
1: only america runs on do- duncan's portugal runs on caipirinhas i don't know
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> it, uh, yeah so there's a few fat phobic jokes um just a few just a touch then there's a little
1: <laughs> it was, i just want to was... point out the the pacing of the fat jokes being like every time we got comfortable again, another fat joke would come around the corner and, and hit us.
0: With Bill Knight, it was every time he talked about his manager, he's like, "Yeah, yeah my fat manager." But that was like, and I that feel was like that's be funny. I feel
2: like that's back at that time, it would be like endearing for the English.
1: It wasn't funny. It would probably still be endearing. Yeah. They, they, it doesn't uh, have to be
2: funny. It's just something that they laughed at. Their sense at. of
1: humor hasn't necessarily adapted. They have a very dark sense of humor. Yeah. Mm. A dark sense of humor. A lot of times translates to insulting someone based on their looks.
0: See, I think a dark sense of humor is like laughing at death, not like making fun of someone because of something because they're fat.
2: So what was your favorite vignette? It's making fun of something
1: that you normally wouldn't make fun of or uh-huh. shouldn't make fun of, oh, which so would inc- edgy. include
2: people's looks. Uh, yeah, hence all the edge lords that we have.
0: All the edge lords. Yeah, say literally that you have a
2: dark sense of humor. Yeah. And, like, Everyone in England is an edge
0: lord. Wait, what? Everyone in England is an edge lord. Who said? Who's, that, who's <laughs> that thin white guy in England?
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> a comedian he has dark hair Stephen Fry no he has like he's like his he, sense of humor is just him
2: being an ass
0: Roman Atkinson no,
2: <laughs> no. oh he's got a TV show right yeah uh, uh, black books something like that okay I don't know I don't remember his name but I know. Who you're anyway about.
1: everyone thinks they're him Ugh, I'll explain it later
2: and so do all these writers apparently well it, the whole movie is cute it's fun it's a Christmas movie um mm. well, did you guys have a favorite vignette story
1: line the the child is fun the Liam Neeson and his kid
0: oh his yeah step-kid. that's sweet it's, is yeah it step it's or... his stepson.
2: and his wife step it, the...
0: his it was his, his now deceased wife son
2: right there it is <laughs>
1: past and then he's raising the kid he's and raising the kid has a crush on a girl at school who
0: is American
1: yeah and he learns the drums to impress her yeah
0: he does that's
2: but like he's like I want to learn the drums and he doesn't tell him why it's right all...
1: it's cute that one's cute I, Emma Thompson's one I, I like too even though it ends sad
0: oh that one broke my heart she
1: tragic, yeah
0: oh that hurt my heart so much
1: but I'd, I just really like Emma Thompson is probably why she also has like she has one of the funniest lines in the whole movie and it said almost at the beginning, which is there were three lobsters at the birth of
2: Jesus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: Um The Hugh Grant one is fun too.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh right. He's um he's prime minister. He's the prime
0: minister, uh huh.
1: And he fights with America. Yeah, Billy Bob does. Thornton.
0: Topical. Topical.
1: Over a woman kind of. Yeah. That was cute. I like that one. I like how I like how they showed up in the other one's stories very briefly. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't remember from the original film. I feel like a lot more. It's a
0: master cut. Like, I, what do you yeah. mean?
1: I'm implying that it is that. Oh, I see. Because I really don't remember them being so interwoven in each other's
2: lives. Well, it's
0: not like they're interwoven. It's just like, uh, I uh, can never remember his name. Colin Firth. Right is like, well, apparently
2: at the beginning of the movie, he was told to go to um, Chuitel Ijafor's wedding alone by his then girlfriend.
1: Yeah, remember because he has a girlfriend yeah. that's banging his brother. Yeah. yeah, they were supposed to go to the wedding of Karen Knightley and the other guy, mm-hmm. and that's how Colin
2: first shows up. Even though the girlfriend and isn't Laura Lenny.
0: Laura Linney is mm-hmm. also yeah. friends with them.
2: Oh, the Laurel Lenny story—that one got me. Oh yeah, Laura how she has the crush on that one guy at her work, and mm-hmm. then they try and get intimate, but then like someone calls, and my first thought was because I forgot about the story. My first thought was, oh no, it's some other guy or something. She's like cheating on him. Yeah, but then it was like her brother who's in like a special care um, house or something facility. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she's putting him first because like their parents passed. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and no so she's she's the only one who's like there to take care of him uh, in his life.
2: But I found there's um interconnections between love. Actually, characters. All the stories are linked in some way, with an exception of Billy Mack and his manager, who are not acquainted with any of the other characters. But Billy appears frequently. Yada yada yada. Yeah,
1: he's a celebrity. Well, he's the
2: spirit of the yeah. holiday season. <laughs> he's the he's the drunken Billy spirit Mac.
1: in this in this <laughs> that, movie. Yeah, yeah, he is. In this movie, that. he's the father of the son and the Holy Ghost of Christmas. <laughs>
2: Because he has this very... If you... Okay, so if he was, like, one of the ghosts that visits Scrooge, like, because every ghost is, like, a year of Christmas, right? and he's that year's ghost.
0: He's that... He's Christmas present 2003.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a very... You know, this is post-9-11. Um, oh. It's a very... Uh, they talk about how, at the beginning, there's, like, the airport things, and he yeah. likes meeting... Like he likes to see all the people meeting at the airports because it's, like, love and Christmas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's
1: my favorite scene of the movie, which is hilarious because it's the ending. But it's all the different families meeting up at the airport mm-hmm. it's um, at Christmas. That's like a part of my life. It's a very large part of my life is like meeting at airports uh. for people. So like picking you up at the airport and like picking my mom up at the airport yeah. every time she'd come back from Greece and like us going to Greece a lot of airports in my life.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
2: A lot of flights. Okay, that. So that's yeah. why you like this movie. That's why I like that whole like montage mm-hmm. of them. Sorry, I didn't mean. That's why you like this movie. That's yeah.
0: why.
1: That's why you like it. I no, also like cool. that uh, Kira Knightley cheats on her new husband with mm-hmm. the guy from The Walking Dead. Yeah.
0: I personally a huge fan of the. Film. I really so didn't think jokes. you would.
1: Um, I really didn't think you would respond so strongly about that one part. It
0: just made me really upset, and it was so right. unnecessary. Like the entire movie could have continued without that story, and the fact that that's that story true. was such like okay, like the Martin Freeman one, the story that story was not necessary.
2: The port the. Body doubles,
0: right? That story was not necessary, but it was funny and it was cute, right. and I didn't mind it being in the movie. Kira Knightley's story also unnecessary, um, but it was garbage. Well,
2: it's just so to I think show... that's why
0: that's why I reacted so strongly to it.
2: That's fair. I think I don't think they're as. Not interconnected as they seem, like every right. movie, every story, there's someone in there who, like you're just seeing this group of people, the small mm-hmm. bubble of people, and how Christmas is affecting their lives mm-hmm. with Christmas present overarching the entire thing. And he's a drunk, sweaty, washed up rock star and so that's what we're getting as a christmas as a drunk sweaty washed up christmas
1: i think it was there to show you that love actually isn't that
2: clean
0: and you know honestly i thought it'd Mm -hmm. be more romantic i like that
2: we can cut there
0: (laughs) yeah i thought it was i thought it'd be more romantic because i've never seen love actually before this but i know that scene right um because it's everywhere like that card scene i was like oh, okay so this is supposed to be like the big romantic like pinnacle of the story and it's not it's just not
1: so is well there... the big the big romantic
2: pinnacle is the children yeah yeah and that's like the cutest and scene. Hugh grant uh-huh mm-hmm. going oh. after the one assistant. And, and
0: mr darcy what's his name colin firth <laughs> right
1: well okay so we have three we have three good love endings and mm. then we have like three bad ones because we yeah. have laura linney well, I guess we have four if you include Martin Freeman.
0: Martin Freeman got
1: engaged. That's right.
2: Yeah, because isn't it like show one year later? And then something?
1: four bad yeah. ones, because I'm counting him going to America to sleep with people as a bad ending. I, I know, mean, that's he's fair. living
0: his best life. No.
2: He does it in such a a broy way.
0: Yeah, it's gross. 2003 bro.
2: I mean, it. I feel like it's funny. It's comedic yeah. relief. But at the same time, it's like,
1: okay. It really does mm. feel like four good endings and four bad endings. Uh-huh. And mm. that's kind of just, I mean
2: that would just be a wash and that's life
1: that's life yeah Life's it's a just wash.
2: a slice of life movie um but apparently I was telling Nika this earlier there's an additional plot that was dropped in editing it concerned the children's headmistress and her dying lesbian partner
0: they cut okay first of all the fact that Moving of course on to Home Alone. no <laughs> Of course the homosexuals wouldn't get the happy ending. But of the, course. And then they cut it. And then they cut it. They were like, no, not even an unhappy ending is too good for the gays. Well, we know the
2: full sentences. Love actually, but not for the gays.
0: But not for the gays. <laughs> oh that cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so who would have played the lesbians? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Saffron and the girl from Great British Bake Off. Which one? The little short one with the blonde hair.
0: Oh, uh, Wait.
1: One of the the judge, hosts.
0: oh, the host Sandy.
1: Yes, Sandy and Prue.
0: Sandy and Prue. Yes, <laughs> these are the only references to English culture we have. Yeah, Great British Bake Off,
2: Home Alone, Home Alone. Have you ever been left home alone when you were a child? Like on accident, um, or just intentional in
1: general? Yeah. Like, yeah. what's
2: the youngest that you were home alone? <laughs> Let's see
1: um maybe middle school okay
2: i would say about an older sister so she would stay home no i was the older brother watching a younger brother so i think it was for me around middle school where i would be left home alone yeah
0: i feel like i stayed home sick from school when when my parents wouldn't have to take the day off i was like third grade fourth grade Oh, so, does that count? Yeah, well, yeah. I was home alone, and then I'd sneak out and go to 7-Eleven, because I was badass
2: and get cigarettes.
0: Yeah, my little my little nine year old self was getting cigarettes.
2: <laughs> I have a cold. Can I get a cigarette, please?
0: <laughs> yeah, then
1: I would be elementary school because I would be I'd be homesick, and they'd be at work, mm-hmm. and my sister would be at school.
2: I I've always had someone at home, even now. Even now, no. Um, if I was if it was like a sick day, um. Yeah, my mom would be home. She would just mm. stay home. She didn't. She didn't really have like a job to work.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, she mostly did stuff at home, and then I mean, like, she was involved with PTA stuff,
1: right? So. Yeah. Well, the synopsis of this "Home Alone" is that an eight-year-old troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation.
2: Yes, thoughts? This is your first time seeing it. This is my first time
1: seeing it. I have a few problems with these people. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. First of all, this child is an asshole. I would leave him too. (laughs) Quite frankly. Okay, I get it. He's like the runt of the family. Yeah, he's
0: the youngest.
1: Them's
2: a breaks, kid. His (laughs) brother, uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin, plays the one that wets the bed.
0: (gasps) Oh, really? That's so cute. That's cute. I
1: like that. Uh, also, the returning theme of people leaving the house ah uh, to go fly on Christmas Eve slash Christmas
2: mm. uh,
1: absolutely horrific, and I cannot understand this at all, and I do not subscribe to it, quite frankly.
2: Wait, leaving on Christmas? When are they leaving? They leave around the
1: holidays. They leave.
0: They leave like the a couple days of before Christmas. I feel like the
1: point is the ticket prices are astronomical. They're going to France, but
0: they didn't pay for it. The yeah. the dad's brother did.
1: No, but that you're, you're it fair. It doesn't enough. matter. <laughs> It is an unrealistic expectation.
0: I feel like if you're rich, you do it.
2: Yeah, that was a big house. There's a lot of people living there. Yeah,
0: they're clearly loaded. Well, it's also the East Coast.
2: And as evidenced by their basement, the father works in some kind of garment industry. We're assuming because there
1: were a A a lot of mannequins. No, I'm just saying if they're in the East Coast and it's a less densely populated area, the prices could be lower.
0: I feel like East Coast... It's also, like 1990. Were, where were they? They were in East because they were Chicago, right? They were yeah, suburb of Chicago. Oh, were
1: they? mm Hmm. Well, it was snowing. I just assumed.
0: Um. Yeah, I feel like, Chicagoan suburbs would probably be expensive. I guess, especially for a house that large, because it's, it's, it's a big city. Like it's a hub city. It's not like they're in like Wyoming. And it, do all those children live there year round? No, no.
2: The breakdown was. One of the girls was going to school there, like her and her siblings, because the dad was in Paris, but they can stay there. And I think the uncle was just visiting. Mm. And then Kevin, Buzz, there's a sister and a brother. So they have a family of four. Right. I'm assuming.
0: Family of six. At least.
2: Family of six, but four kids.
0: Yeah. And then the the uncle brought some of his kids. And then the two, there were two sisters. Who, I guess, were living there with the McAllisters? Yes,
2: because their dad was in Paris and mm. they were going there for school.
0: Right. So they're cousins.
2: Kissing cousins.
0: I think if I think <laughs> if
1: uh, I watched this for the first time as a kid, I'd probably like it. But every child was annoying. And so they was were. every yeah. adult.
2: Except for Catherine O'Hara.
1: Except for Catherine O'Hara. No, she was a doll yeah because
2: she was like oh i am got the money i'm gonna pay the pizza man i'm gonna do this thing and then the the only part i would have any gripe with her is when she's like well if you really wish that then da, da, da. but i also feel like
1: i, I mean she's, she's also dealing a parent with like
0: 15 kids yeah right and now. she's like, dealing
1: with an asshole of a kid yeah. yeah like if my kid was like i wish none of you existed i'd be like okay yeah
0: like, you know when you like i'm
1: gonna leave you <laughs>
0: i don't know if you've ever said like you know like i hate you or something like that to your parents literally never like that would like break their heart like you know well, what yeah, i mean no, I like i feel like she was probably really upset about the fact that kevin said something like that like i wish I no i
1: feel like especially since it seemed like she was the only one i mean none of them had their head on straight but she was mm-hmm. the one trying the hardest mm-hmm. to wrangle up this entire family Ooh, i want pizza only to be you have pizza in the fridge I do, do pizza. not order a pizza <laughs> You have so much left over in the fridge. There's Please so many
2: stop. Because going back to as a kid, I, I, I this is one of my favorite Christmas movies. I saw it as a kid, and I remember a lot of the more of the slapstick aspects of it. Mm. But I think that scene with her and Kevin, like on the stairs, and he's saying that like, I feel like Catherine O'Hare does a really good job of portraying that kind of I'm angry, but I'm keeping it in. Yeah. And it was a really good scene and I think there's a lot like that carries over into the rest of the movie is there's actually like this really good heart to it I feel like that's what keeps me coming back to it because we can talk about that later but there's the old the scary old man that we see at the beginning of the movie
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right who like is they, sweet.
2: They the rumor that he murders people and yeah. he yeah. he's,
1: he's just an old man. Again, as a kid, I'd probably think of him as a crazy old man. Yeah. But like watching it now, I'm all like he's probably just sad, you guys. Yeah, well that's
0: the point. Stop
1: that, being children.
0: That that's the but point. But they are children. The
1: but I'm not, so I don't empathize with any of them. I think no, they're no, no, awful no, no. children. The the kids
0: okay. are creating the story about this old man who lives alone and I know. Then we learn that he's not. I know. So I'm confused. About what? Because you said when you, if you watched it as a kid, you'd think he was a crazy old man. Yeah. But I'm he's saying not, like and you think he's that not.
1: whole plot was lost on me.
0: Oh, I grown, see. I see. And these kids are ungrateful.
1: Oh yeah. Going off of what you said about the slapstick aspect. I probably would have really enjoyed that as a kid. Mm. Watching it now. I was just telling how many times they would have actually died. How many times did they die? Um, they each died about five or six times. Yeah. Off of these little pranks that McCulloch Culkin played on them. Like hitting your head on frozen concrete. Mm. Uh, Dead. Um, but yeah, the hair on fire, hair on fire, dead. Or third degree burns. What are the other ones?
2: They fell. Uh, he cut the rope as they're trying to get across. Right.
1: Oh, the pink can swinging from the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. stairs. Yeah. Which Data. is even
2: better because in Home Alone 2, they do that same bit again, but they're like, wait, wait, wait for it, and after the two pink cans go, he's like, okay, now they start charging up, and then he throws down this giant ass beam.
0: An ass beam. An ass beam. It says
2: I, bootylicious on it and they taste them in their face and then they have bootylicious on their forehead. It's
1: covered in juicy couture uh, sweatpants. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, but that's just my thought on it. I don't know. I I was also kind of sick of Christmas movies by now. That's fair. Mm.
2: Maybe like, Home Alone uh, wasn't that movie for you in that time.
1: I didn't even enjoy Love Actually that much. <laughs> I've seen it a million times. That was t- your pick. <laughs> I know. I say, I've seen it a million times and we were like, I, I saw the finish line.
2: Mm. <laughs> you just we wanted to get there. Yeah,
1: I was like, come on. We went, we've gotten through like twenty Christmas
2: movies. Yeah, yeah, a lot we've gone through a lot. Movies. We did take some breaks though. But maybe we should have just barreled through it.
1: Yeah, we probably should have started sooner.
2: Um but I, I like the story about the the grandpa, because the old man is a grandpa and he had yeah. a falling out with his um daughter.
0: Son.
2: Son and he can't see his granddaughter. Yeah, there it is. is. And Uh, then also, one of my favorite renditions of um, Carol of the Bells when it comes on. And then it transforms into him setting up for his uh, House of Hell. Yeah. And scored by John Williams. Yeah, it is. My favorite movie composer. But it's got a lot of heart to it. Um, Those burglars, man. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) They're so stupid. And then um I think someone had like a meme of Kevin when he's walking home from the grocery store with the bags and they just
0: Oh yeah. Like, oh what I what love what that scene. The year
2: of twenty twenty felt like.
0: That's so cute. I love I that mean, scene.
2: I feel like in a sense, Home Alone could be the movie of twenty twenty and that sometimes you know we're all Joe Pesci. We're all Joe. <laughs> And in one way, we are like the burglars getting beat relentlessly to death by one, our government, two, um, our healthcare system, three, people who just don't seem to give a fuck about anything. Uh, And then also in the fact that I know at the beginning of this year, I wished I had some time off.
0: Oh, oh, monkey's paw, babe.
2: You know, I've been working a lot (laughs) and I wanted a break. But yeah, that's my thoughts about Home Alone.
0: I like it I think it's cute I think um Kevin McAllister what's the kid's name
2: Macaulay Culkin thank
0: you Macaulay Culkin I think he's I think he's adorable when he's like alone I think he's a little shit to his parents but like when he's alone I think he's super cute the faces he makes he's just nice nice kid
2: yeah I don't think you're supposed to like him at the beginning of the movie Mm. like I think in that regard you're right in that he's a brat you only get no I think as a
1: kid you're supposed to like him
2: okay I can see that when you're a kid and when you're a kid and you're kind of yeah being the dream uh order phoenix harry potter and being bitchy towards everything and everyone yeah yeah but then once he finds out that all he really wants his family back yeah and then on christmas eve on christmas day his mom comes home having gotten a ride from the polka king of the the king of polka
0: yeah john candy
2: i think you fell asleep during that part i
0: think i did too <laughs> i, I was don't like,
2: remember this i was like okay i think you're falling asleep but this part will give you some and he's out
0: <laughs> and he's done
1: uh part of the reason we're not reviewing muppet christmas carol yeah i was asleep the entire time
2: okay so if we were to tally the votes <laughs> okay um... um so beauty and the beast i uh, will start with you saffron
0: so, Belle's Enchanted Christmas, Beauty and the Beast's Enchanted Christmas, I give it 8 out of 10, Bernadette Peters Hating Christmas. Well, cool. okay. you
2: have two minutes to get through all of these movies. We're going to get two minutes apiece, because I have to start getting ready for it then.
0: So, Enchanted Christmas, 8 out of 10. Love it. Very nostalgic for me. Um, what is HS? Happy Season. <laughs> Jesus. Happy Season, I give it probably, like, a. See, this is hard, because... I'm biased because it's gay. Just because
2: something's gay doesn't mean you have to like it. Yes,
0: it does. That's it. when we join the LGBTQ community, we actually sign a contract that says that. It's in the paperwork. Yeah, oh, okay. That that's literally the gay agenda. Uh-
2: <laughs> I what I mean is you can still support something, but you don't have to say that you actually like love this thing because of that.
0: I 6 out of 10. Okay. 6 6 6. Um a jingle all the way, ten out of ten. Absolutely love that movie. My absolute favorite. Not even questioning it. Uh, love Actually. Oof. I don't know. I really wanted to like it. I did like a lot of it. I guess like a four. Wow. I just it didn't have that nostalgic factor for me, which I feel like is a big aspect of Love Actually. Now you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's a four. And four out of ten, Brendan and Peter's Hating Christmases. That's I forgot. Um, and then... Home Alone. Mm, I don't know, I'd probably give it like a six too. Six out of ten, Brendan and Peter's Hating Christmases. BPHC.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Yeah. You're
1: really, you're really
2: good at that.
0: What? Adapting it
2: sure. into an acronym.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Beauty and the Beast: the Enchanted Christmas, ooh, uh, uh, that's probably going to just get a five. Only a five? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just couldn't stop thinking about Tim Curry living in <laughs> the castle for a whole year before anyone addressed his problem. Um, which was that he was emo. Uh, happiest season, uh, much like the contract forces me to, uh, I will be giving it a, a seven out of ten mm. because it is gay. And He's I gay. I think if we just rewrote the not Kristen Stewart lead uh it would probably get like a 9 or a 10 for me. Okay. Um jingle all the way. As much as I want to bang the men in these films. <laughs> uh that's going to have to be a 6 out of 10 Bernadette Peters hating Christmas.
0: Really? Only a 6?
1: Yeah. I'm not going to watch it again in my lifetime.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: But I might watch Happy Season again.
0: Oh. F- mm.
1: Yeah. There will be more men I'd like to bang in Christmas movies, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> that is a promise. Yeah, which
1: is what gave this movie like two extra points.
2: Dang!
0: Dang! You hated to go all the way. Oh my god! What do you?
1: It's corny. It's fun. Okay, but it's also corny.
2: We all have different tastes in movies, as evidenced by our votes. <laughs> yes, and that is okay. We right. are all valid.
1: Love actually is gonna. Uh, I'll give it a seven. It does give me nostalgia because well, my me and my mom have watched it like every year since it came out mm. during Christmas. Um, and there was a lot of things I didn't remember, so that gave it an extra point. Uh, Home Alone is going to get, see, since I gave Bell's Enchanted Christmas a five, I'm going to give Home Alone a five.
0: So, Bell's Enchanted Christmas and Home Alone are on the same. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: Home Alone's getting a four. Yeah, that's right.
0: Home Alone is worse than Bell's Enchanted Christmas?
1: Bell's Enchanted Christmas has Angela Lansbury.
2: And Bernadette Peters. And Bernadette Peters.
1: Yeah. Hating Christmas. Hating Christmas. And Tim Curry
2: and Paul Rubens. And Paul yeah. Ruben,
1: Wow. Really a stud of a cast. Stellar cast, cast right? Yeah.
2: Home Alone, uh, to sh- his credit, only has Catherine O'Hara.
0: Yeah. That is incorrect. I'm not a big um you a big Joe Pesci fan. I'm not a huge
1: <laughs> Pesci fan. Sorry. I knew that was your gonna be your like your ace in the
2: hole. Um, but what about Pesci? Yeah, right. He's always there for you. <laughs> Whenever you're been down and out, you Honest, put on honestly, Put yeah. on good fellas.
1: Honestly Pesci's gold tooth gave it an extra point. <laughs> <sighs> oh Never mind. Your turn. No way. Go ahead. I just remembered. I wanted to talk about how common it is for a thief to dress up as a cop to trick people to raid their house later. Say it. Say it. Just. Tell I just want to know. I oh. just want to know. I've been trying to look it up, and there's nothing. We'll have to. We'll have to do that later. Okay,
2: Alex, it's your turn. Um, Beauty and the Beast, uh, The Enchanted Christmas. Uh, give me a four.
0: Four. What's wrong with you people?
2: I just didn't care for it Taste. that much.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: I mean, other than the fact that we were making fun of it. I wouldn't really watch this movie again on Christmas unless I had to. Happiest season, I'm going to give, I'm going to say a 7 out of 10. Um, Actually, no. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10.
1: Minus 1.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to add them all up, but I'm not good at math. I did
2: have issues.
0: <laughs> Minus 19. <laughs>
2: I did have issues with harper's character i thought she was bad but i bad but i think well like you know you didn't like her but i think it the overall damn it i'm gonna give it a seven then
0: you're making me do more math
2: okay add one (laughs) minus one add one yeah right not 19 god I'm giving it a seven. It's, seven. Final it's answer. It's a good, yes, final it answer. It is a fun movie. I liked a lot of it. It's just frustrating, but I also feel like it played to a realness of things that could actually happen in real life. But if you just want to sit down and watch a wacky, um, gay, like holiday movie, you're probably not really going to quite get that with this movie. Mm. If that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a little bit more serious.
0: No jingle all the way.
2: Yeah. Right. Jingle all the way. I'm going to give a. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Nice. I had a lot of fun with it. It's a good one. But I would watch it again. It was good Christmassy. Love Actually, I'm going to give a 6 out of 10. Um, yeah, I feel like some of the jokes or things didn't age well. But there's a lot of like really cuteness to it. And like most of that... Most of that is Liam Neeson and that kid from
0: Oh, adorable. Things. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Home Alone, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. It is one of my favorite Christmas movies and I like it a lot and I think also part of that, at least I'd say half of that vote is Nostalgia. Right. Um, but I love Catherine O'Hara because the wacky mom trying to get back to her kid. Mm-hmm. Not wacky. Just, you know, she plays it kind of seriously.
0: Yeah. Alright, um, so what's
2: our total? Yeah. So,
0: coming in last place, tied for fourth place we have beauty and the beast enchanted christmas and love actually with 17 points so um both of those movies suck i guess uh, well i didn't pat <laughs>
1: it because i wanted to win like jingle all the way
0: i didn't pat it that's you my favorite it. movie 10 keep out going. of 10 keep going um home alone we have 18 out of 30 possible bernard that peter's hating christmases right. wouldn't it
2: be 40 because there's four movies oh, oh there's three sh- of us no you're right i did the math wrong <laughs> You, you relax.
0: <laughs> Please stop. What's next? Okay, so Home Alone, Home third in second place with twenty BPHCs. We have happiest season. I can't, I can't remember what the HS stood for. I'm sorry. And high school coming in. At... <laughs> high school musical, the musical, the series coming in at twenty points. Okay. <laughs> And happiest then,
2: Season at twenty points.
0: Happiest Season at twenty points, and then our winner, Jingle All the Way, with twenty three BPHCs. All right,
1: so that enters the semifinals. Yeah, Jingle
0: so all now it's those way. four. Cool, mm-hmm. it's
2: those four movies. Yep. Can we get a review of what they were? Group one, the winner was Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Okay. Yeah boy. Then after that, we had Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Followed by White Christmas. And continuing with the theme, Jingle All the Way, Miss. (laughs) Jingle All the Way. So those are our top four movies. Hmm,
1: Jingle All the Way, the only movie that doesn't have the word Christmas in it. Almost like it shouldn't be there, but okay.
2: Do we want to get rid of it? What would you
0: have put there instead? Begin Beauty and the Beast, Christmas. Christmas, The only one with Christmas in the title this week, and it lost.
1: I would have taken it over Jingle All the Way.
0: But that's... (laughs) It's
1: not my personal competition. It's ours.
0: That's not true. You rated Jingle all the way higher. Well.
2: <laughs> we contain multitudes, Saffron. Yeah. Leave us alone. I really feel like I fucked that one
1: up. <laughs> my brain's not working. Okay, so. Again, Saffron, you will go first. Rate these. And yes, it will be a new.
0: New. So just based off of memory. It's not as fresh. Right. J- going off of nostalgia. Um, making Once fun a Christmas. 8 out of 10. Love that movie. Super cute. What's our, what's our rating scale now? Joe Tell Pesci's us. gold teeth. <laughs> it's just
1: one, but okay. Joe
0: Pesci's gold tooth.
1: So 8 out of 10, Joe Pesci gold tooth.
0: <laughs> yeah, Home Alone didn't make it to the finals, but it gets an honorable mention. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so 8 out of 10, Joe Pesci gold tooth. Gold tooth. Joe Pesci's gold tooth. Yes. 8 out of 10. Um, Grinch? 7. Yeah. Seven JPGH. Shit. JPGT. Mm-hmm. That's it. JPGT. Okay, so seven. Um, it's cute. It's fun. Very white. I don't know what to tell you. White Christmas, also very white. Um, I don't know. I like that movie a lot, though. It's cute. It's it's one of, like, the Christmas movies. Oh. ah, Seven seven JPGTs and then Jingle All The Way. I won't pad this time. We'll give it a nine.
1: Okay. <laughs> Great.
0: Nine Joe Pesci's Gold Tooth. Okay.
1: Well, for me, Once Upon a Christmas, um, I do not plan on watching it again. Aww. However, it is Disney. Yeah. So it gets a four. Okay. Joe Pesci's Gold Tooth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready. I'm challenging these against each other. I want you to know. Yeah, same. Exactly.
0: Uh, yeah. Jim
1: Carrey's Had the Grinch Still Christmas. Christine Bransky. Okay. Uh, Legend star. Uh, Jim Carrey, if you ever heard of him, he's okay. Uh, I'm going to do a seven for him. Wow. Yeah, seven out of ten. Joe Pesci's Gold too. White Christmas is getting a ten. Okay. Okay, A 10 for Vera Ellen's tap number alone. Oh,
0: yeah. She's awesome. She's stunning.
1: Okay. That is my personal. If I was, I only had those four. Mm -hmm. It would just be White Christmas four times. Jesus.
0: Yeah. You're not going to watch Grinch?
1: I can. Okay. So I'll throw Grinch in one. Just for Martha May (laughs) Houvier. My Lord and Savior. No, I really enjoyed that movie. And I forgot because I really don't watch it. Except, like, the week of Christmas. Mm. Jingle all the way. (laughs) Um, I want to give this
2: a one so badly. (laughs) Well, as compared to the other movies.
0: It's not a good movie! It's so good! It's not. I don't think it's a good movie. The point of a movie is to entertain. Jingle all the way successfully entertained all of us. The entertainment was I wanted to sleep with them.
1: (laughs) And the bomb going off. The bomb going off. (laughs) I will add three points and give it a four. A four. Okay.
2: Okay. My turn. Um, so Mickey's once upon a Christmas, I'm going to give that an eight gold. Peshi's golden tooth.
0: Gold Pesci. My favorite.
2: Yeah. Gold Pesci. Gold, you know, the gym gold Po Jeshi, right? Pojeshi. Um, for the Grinch, I'm going to give that a nine out of, um, 10 gold Peshi's Joe Tooth. Yes. Um, old goof. White Christmas, I'm going to give that a 7 out of of all these movies. 10? Did you forget
0: what our maximum number is? Joe Pesci's Gold Teeth.
2: I'm going to give it a 7 out of 32 Joe Pesci's Golden Teeth. Right. No, 7 out of 10. He has a full set at this point. Only because it wasn't as nostalgic for me, and that's about it. But otherwise, it's a solid movie. Uh, jingle all the way that's gonna get uh i'm gonna give it a five out of ten
0: wow what is wrong with you people i cannot believe this again taste okay so we have the definitively the best christmas movie of all time that we watched no ever (laughs) there's no combating this it has been decided it's written in stone
1: you hear that god
0: God, man and god cannot change this answer the best christmas movie of all time ever is white christmas the winner
1: wow yeah Yeah. good job well guys it's the end of an era it is merry christmas (laughs) merry christmas
2: merry christmas
1: and a happy hanukkah (laughs)